So we are back for at least one more time on episode number 115 of Stream of Thought. Yeah. And uh, as we've been hinting and more or less saying in the past couple of episodes, this will be our last podcast until further notice. And so I just wanted to say it's been awesome doing it over uh, this past year and a half, 115 episodes. Thank you for people who have listened. Yes. Uh, even even sporadically over the course of these past uh, hundred and so yeah. episodes. The good news is, even though we're not going to be recording for the time being until further notice, the good news is you can still keep listening. We have 115, <laughs> yeah. more, probably like 130 hours of content. The gift <laughs> uploaded that keeps on giving. On iTunes, on Podbean, on Sound... No, not SoundCloud. No, we were, not SoundCloud. We don't do that anymore. No. But, um, yeah, we strongly encourage anyone and everyone, go back, listen to episode one, read the description... Maybe maybe not episode maybe not no episode. they're all okay. great all right they, right out the gates right, right out the gates no room in improvement yeah right out the gates we're real strong we're real good good stories ranting venting just funny things that happened to us on the way over here random things yeah but yeah you'll guaranteed to get some laughs out of it yeah there are there are some very memorable times over over these past. Many, many months. Yeah, so this episode, we kind of, it, it's, it becomes real. Like, oh man, this is the last time that we're going to be recording in this studio and uh, being here in, in Lombard, Illinois. Rick's going to Minnesota, myself going to California. So the next episode will probably take place sometime in the winter in California. Rick's will probably visit me. Yeah. We already, he, he already concluded that I would not be going to Minnesota in the, the winter, which is 100% true. I've accepted that. Yeah. I will only go to Minnesota when it is above 70, 65 degrees. <laughs> I can take that. I can do that. Our summers are warm. But yeah, we talk about, uh, I don't know, just a few random things. Yeah. Usual I mean, we, gamut no, no, no stream of thought would be complete without Victor starting out with some of his fun stories that lead. Well, actually this one kind of had a moral. He was, he was selling some shoes and oh, stuff up for himself. Oh yeah, this dude, this, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, hey, that's Dumbass. a really, that's yeah. a really great story to yeah. start out with. Then yeah, we do some reminiscing, uh, and then finish it up with, uh, I more guess, reminiscing, more, more, <laughs> more reminiscing my, my upcoming trip. This is a good episode. We finish it up. Yeah. And so um, with, with and that being said, episode 115, Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. To come up with the, the original name straight up and then the tagline, Embrace What's Real. I kind of remember it. I remember having the monitor up here. And coming up with a bunch of names. We uh, we had this extensive brainstorming session. I don't know if you remember that, where we just threw out ideas for different names. I don't recall There's got to be a word, a word doc that has that information on it somewhere. Probably. I think you have it. Over three years ago. Jeez, dude. You are sweating right now. Oh, you have no idea, dude. I feel so gross. Oh, because you were outside messing with the lights. Yeah, so, and I'm just very warm right now. It is... And then we got the lights. Yeah, too, it's so an unusually warm day again. So I'm just going to be gross for the next, like, yeah, don't worry. 15 minutes, and then I'll be good. 
Um, I can't remember what it was. I remember I told you yesterday. You what did. did I tell you yesterday to remind me of? Let me check. Because I feel it was, like... It uh, was... Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, Adidas shoes. Yes. And then there's something else. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, uh, yeah. Howard, Howard Roar. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> the, what I forgot to mention... The last time we were recording when we were talking about, like, hustling and how I sold a pair of shoes, like, the first thing in the morning. Yeah. It's like these um, these shoes this guy asked me about on Facebook Marketplace. He's like, well, first of all, he's like, hey, are these available? I'm like, yeah. And we're chatting back and forth. He's, he goes, great. Will you be free tomorrow morning? I'm like, yeah, I will be. And I'm out at a movie, right? Yeah. I go to a movie and I respond to him, like, at 1230 because that's when I saw another thing that he said, like, oh, I'll be in town tomorrow. I'm like, okay, good. Sounds good. And uh, so I get home at like 1230 or 1. I wake up at like 9 and I see messages from him like, hey, I'm coming from Streamwood. I'll be there in an hour. Hey, I'm at the McDonald's in Glen Ellen. Um, and then another message where it's like, hey, hey, did, you see where my, are hey you? did you see my message? I'm like, dude, you like. He gave you like an hour heads up. He like there was like zero. Like, he just made these plans without confirmation from me that he's coming to Glen Ellen, right? Oh, my right? goodness. So yeah, it's like, hey, I'm at a store. And yeah, exactly. So he's there for like 20 minutes, and then I respond, like, hey, I'll be right there, right? Yeah. Um, especially, like, if you're coming from Streamwood, like, far away, like, get confirmation exactly. from, the other, from the other party that, like, yes, I've received your message. That's just. So <sighs> I go to meet him at the McDonald's on Roosevelt, and uh, I bring the shoes, and, and they fit fine and everything. And he's, he's going to take them, and I'm selling them for 40 bucks. They've yeah. been used, they're probably at least $65 shoes. They've been used three or four times. Um, and they're golf shoes. And uh, he's like, so uh, anything you can do, anything uh, you can do on the price since I've had to wait here for you? I thought, are you fucking kidding me, you dumbass? Uh, one, no, I can't. And two, it's not my fault that you were waiting for me because, like, you didn't Again, even, there was no really communication. I wonder, though, if that's kind of, like, a thing that he does to people. Maybe this guy, but... Yeah, but, but then, I'm saying that's... But then he mentions it again, and he's like, how much are these shoes? I'm like, they're at least $50, $60. And the thing that I look, for the most part, with Facebook Marketplace that I found with people, it's like, okay... This is it. Inspect the item. Like, yeah, this is it. All right, here you go. Thanks. All right, cool. Yeah. Like, takes five minutes. Yeah. Not even. Yeah. Right? Um, and what I hate is when they're when uh, they're trying to, like, haggle with you. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, bro, if you were concerned about the price, you should have addressed this before you came out to Glen Ellen. Because I'm here thinking I'm collecting $40. Mm-hmm. And I'm collecting $40 and I'm walking away. Yeah. Right? And so... Uh, and so he's, uh, he gives me like, I, I get, into, oh, we spend like 15 minutes looking for these fucking shoes on, uh, Google because they're like the Adidas Trekman three or something weird to show him like, no, they're worth like $65 and you yeah. can smell the shoe because there's still like some new shoe smell. Yeah. And, uh, he's wanting to like double check. The, it's like, this has nothing to fucking do. Like this is, it's pretty black and white. These are the golf shoes. You try them on. Yeah. They're new. They're $40. You knew they were $40, so I don't even care if they were $200 shoes or if they were, in fact, $30 shoes. Like, you are obviously here meeting me, so part of me tells me that you are okay paying $40 in exchange for these shoes. Now, give me the fucking money. Yeah. And so he he mentions it again, like, oh, anything you can do on price? I'm like, 
no, I mean, you should have, I told him, like, you should have mentioned this before we met, and these are brand new shoes. And I was about to, like, nice. I was about to leave, and I, uh, and I wasn't hostile towards no, him. No, no, for right? sure, but you were firm. Yeah, I was like, That's no. That's awesome. And so he's like, okay, and then he gives me $50, and I'm like, you motherfucker, it's your responsibility to have gotten change. So I luckily thought, had the, um, at the forefront to think like, oh, I should grab some money just in case. Nice, change. good, good. So I gave him change for the fifty. Just like, wow, oh, that dumbass. is like, yeah, quite the stupid. Like, this is not how you do business. If this was a drug deal, you probably would have been shot. By <laughs> <now>. Seriously, <laughs> I mean, it's Facebook though, man. Right? Like, oh, and you have our generation that's doing it now too. Was he around? No, he was age? old. He was. He could have been like my dad. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, comes in all types, I guess. Yeah. That. That would be so frustrating. Luckily, I was li- I was only there. I mean, we were looking at the stupid shoe probably for like ten minutes. I was there for maybe like fifteen My or twenty minutes. Goodness! So it could have been worse, right? Yeah, it could have been but, worse. But the other thing was too. I I feel like anyone else. I, I mean, I don't know. Like a lot of people would be like, "Oh, they really want the sale." Like, okay, well, maybe like thirty bucks. Yeah. And like, no, I'm getting forty dollars for these shoes. Yeah. And maybe I will never sell them ever. But I'm getting forty dollars for these shoes, and if I don't get forty, then I'm getting zero, yeah. and I'm not okay getting thirty. I'm not bending over backwards. And my point was because you, I, I wanted you to rem- uh, remind me of Howard Rourke. Howard Rourke is this character in uh, the book called The Fountainhead by Oh yes, yeah. Ayn Rand. Yeah, yeah, Ayn Rand, and uh, he's a very uh, he's a character who sticks to his beliefs mm-hmm. and doesn't bend over backwards for anyone, and uh, has a strong moral <sighs> compass to himself and so that's what I was thinking when I was doing this sale fascinating like oh like if he was trying to get me down like even 35 like no bro it's fucking 40 yeah 40 or nothing and I'm walking away that's very interesting because I tend to unfortunately I'm the opposite I do tend to compromise and bend more often than not I feel like when it comes to deals I will do that but it needs to be done before Beforehand, yeah. If I'm, I mean, meet, if I'm meeting you with the expectation I'm getting a, do- a certain amount for you, this you, price, you had your your floor. Yeah. Like, wasn't going to go any lower yeah. than this price. Like, right. That's it. That's your floor. And I feel like my floor always keeps crumbling down really? to the next level. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's nice hearing a story like that where you were able to get the deal that you yeah. went in deciding Luckily, that you, you were going to get. Spend a ton of time. So yeah, I was happy with that. Oh. Stressful. <laughs> I woke up and I was like, oh, 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 I gotta like throw on my clothes, jump, uh, jump in the shower, run out the door. But seriously, he gave you a one hour heads up. I don't even know. I mean, it's coming a, from Streamwood. It's dumbass. Like, <laughs> seriously, like I'm not going anywhere unless unless he was already here for some reason. Like he was like not just coming out for the shoes, but he had to come out here for yeah. something else. Yes. You know, I could see that. So maybe that's the case. Mm. I don't know, but still, communicate. Communication. Communicate. Yeah, so um, today is going to be the last time that you and I are in this studio. Yes, I know. And the last time that you and I are doing an episode until further notice. Until further notice. Yeah. Yeah, it really is kind of surreal. We've been talking about this a little bit the last couple of episodes, and that's... What are your feelings... Now, as we're sitting here. Well, kind of like what we were talking about last time, like, 
I don't think it's sad. Like, I'm not like, oh, man. I'm just like, okay, cool. I'm taking it in. Like, I've acknowledged it. Yeah. Moving on. You've you know? done, you, your grieving process? Yeah. I, you have, do you have there your... There was no... What is it? The, there was the no grieving of, process. Steps of grieving. But it's... It, I, maybe it'll, like, it'll hit me later. Like, oh, but... Um, yeah, I'm just in the... My mentality just like, okay, moving on. This thing had its time in this particular physical area and yeah. it'll pick up when it picks up again the podcast that is and uh yeah just moving forward moving forward i have to say yeah i i you know and we did talk about this a little bit yesterday when it came to the whole being able to let go kind of things and yeah yeah i think you know i had a my a grieving period of about five minutes <laughs> okay because <laughs> i think this was this was a, a really incredible experience the past three years really yeah i mean my goodness i guess you're right yeah we have picked up so many skills in the in the meanwhile it's been it's been kind of surreal going going all the way back to what was it september i want to say september 2015 2015 so what are what for you are the seminal moments in this whole journey, uh, definitely that, the night at Fleetwood when, like, we were that. I always think of that. Man, that was one of our first experiences too. Just yeah. tra- trying anything outside the box. Yes, that was really cool. I just felt so. I just felt like a boss, like because we were the only ones. It looked like. I mean, I'm sure a bunch of people there knew what they were doing, but like, we were comparatively, we looked so professional. Yes, they let yes. us hang our banner up with yes. duct tape on yes. the wooden walls yeah. or the the. What wallpaper or something? Painted. I don't painted, know what it was. Yeah, painted. But I remember walls. We, we took it down. And we <laughs> and ripped was, off some of the paint. Yes. Yeah. So that was. But they let us do it, even though I think there was a sign that was like, "Don't, don't hang, hang stuff up." On, yeah. On wall, but and then everyone wanted to like inter- interview with us. Oh, we had we had like we had nonstop cycling through. Like, we had oh, the camera dude, going, you got to get in lights, here. You got to yeah. get in here. Like that and, was fun. That would be one of them for sure. Aside from. Uh, I guess some of the vi- video issues, like sound was great. Yeah. Uh, lighting was great. The whole uh, setup that we had had going was great. I yeah. mean, there was a lot of uh, things that went right in that, more than probably should have for people. I don't think anything people. went wrong. No. With the exception of when we were leaving and, uh, like, uh, we packed stuff from the car. When we were leaving, I remember that night, the light bulb fell out of the car when the door was open when yes. someone was getting out and like broke yes. in the snow that turned to ice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that was about it. So that but everything was, else was great. Everything during, yeah, uh, just turned out perfectly. Uh, I'm trying to think other stuff. I think other moments that I just really enjoyed when the three of us were in here and it was just like moments off camera. <laughs> yeah, where we had, where we used to have, what was it? Like a company structure meeting type things yeah. where we were all supposed to have different responsibilities. Yeah. Like it was way too intense, but we didn't know what the yeah, yeah, yeah. we were doing. <laughs> so we're like, oh, we'll have a treasurer, we'll have yeah. a secretary. Yeah. That's, know, that was it cool was, though. It was, it was fun sort of learning what that was all about yeah. and trying to start something new. But. It was definitely, I, I think one of the things I can like look back and laugh on was like uh, when. You, like just learning about your friends 
seeing different sides of them that you wouldn't have seen, like from a when you're trying to like create a business or like do stuff like oh assign God. managerial tasks. Yes, you know what I'm saying. That is so true. Creative differences. <laughs> I think that is the perfect creative way to frame differences. It. Creative differences, really. Yeah. That was uh, ultimately we we had we all had different visions about yeah. what this was and what this was going to be. I'll admit, I took it way too seriously <laughs> for like the first year and a half, and then uh, and then it just started uh, becoming something that, especially when we transitioned into just an audio podcast. Yeah, I think that reduced the stress by like ninety percent. Yeah. And it, it, it was fun again. I mean, it was something I looked forward to. I remember um, thinking when, I don't know if you were super on board for it. I think it was mostly Neil. But, like, either him or both of you were, like, all about spending money on, It like, was him. Okay. You and I were on board. Spending money on just, like, snacks and beverages for anyone that we interviewed. Yes. He's like, a, he's what like, are you talking about? It he, sounds like you're trying to drop $30 per guest. Like, yes. That, he, that didn't even register at all. It's just thinking snacks and beverages. Like, okay, this actually costs money. Easily it would cost anywhere from 30 to maybe $40 to provide the amount of snacks and beverages that you are you are relaying yes. from your brain to us. Like, no, absolutely, absolutely not. not. <laughs> no. Water. Bottled water is about as far, like, and they're not going to, no one's going to come in, like, where are my snacks and beverage? No. No. I mean, uh, I think he had this, yeah, you're right. It was an image of what he wanted us to be, which was this, like. But you can attain, but there, you got to go through steps (laughs) in order to attain that level. Yes. So, you're right. He went from one, step one to, like, step seven without anything else in between. Yeah. It was, like. I think, looking back, um. Like, the way that I, I I see, like, when I was doing this, when we were doing it, my thing was, like, this is a hobby. I'm having a lot of fun with it. You know me. I'm super relaxed. Yes, like, absolutely. This is a hobby. I'm having a lot of fun with this. And you were, like, super, super way into trying to make it a super, like, technical thing. Yeah, absolutely. And... I was I was like that too, but like I we all had different levels, and then Neil was like real gung ho on like on a surface level, appearance. like appearance. Like yes. I just want every I, this uh, facade is really what it is. And it's like yeah, it is. It does feel good to have people look at you and be like, oh, look at this. This is pretty neat. But it's like, dude, if you go a hardcore into a facade like and have nothing else in the other aspects, like it's gonna crumble. If you go super technical and don't have uh, yeah. regard for any other aspect, it's going to be, it's going to crumble. If you're just trying to make it a hobby, <laughs> it's going to work. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, dude, we, all three of us had different like aspirations. Yeah. Mine was financial. Yeah. Neil's was relation, relational. Like yeah. he wanted, he wanted the street cred. Yeah. Like the, yes. the appreciation yeah. for having something super successful. And then you were like, personal i guess i don't know you're just like it was it was fun for you you were learning things you were for the (laughs) most part having fun it's like guys uh fun is knocking at the door are we gonna answer it oh we're too busy i i know i know it was i have to say man for me the race to 100 was just oh yeah that was a pretty that was, an, that was an adventure. I mean, that truly was Real quick, an are there any of episodes of Race to 100 available on YouTube for anyone to watch? There is on our original channel. channel. Uh, okay. They still have all the Race to 100s there. 
What's so, the original? I don't even remember what it is. Straight up. What was? Th- that was the str- that was our first channel. Straight up. What did we make the second channel? VNR Media. Oh, okay. Yeah. So straight up, you can so. find STR the number eight, eight UP exclamation UP point exclamation point. Yeah. I don't even know if we appear in the results anymore. <laughs> like we did for you, a while. We you were might like, you might have to do some digging I to think find if our you, channel. If you typed it in at one point, I think the highest we got was like the third link on yes. the page on the first page. Correct. Right? Correct. That's an accomplishment. So. Uh, needless to say, I don't know where it's buried now, but all the episodes are, it's are somewhere, there, out, somewhere there. out there. But but the, we don't want you to watch those. We want you to listen to the podcast. <laughs> yes, please. No, no one, no one has time to do both. No point in going backwards. No. Well, and that's the thing too. Some of our shit was bad. Like the first episode. Oh, was so funny. Awful. Of you and Neil. It's like, all right, cameras rolling. Silence. <laughs> all right. Come on, guys. Let's, uh, <laughs> you can do it. Were you there for the first one? or I don't know I don't, if I was there for the first one, but. I don't think you were there for the first you one. You can totally sense that, how uncomfortable both of you were in front of the camera. Like, it was, it was like that scene yes. in Wayne's World when, uh, they're filming an episode and, like, Wayne just gets up and leaves. And Garth <laughs> is, like, he's just there by himself to expect to do the rest of the show. And he, like, doesn't know what to do without his counterpart. Yeah, I'm not gonna argue with that. It, it was, was pretty good. It, it it was it was a learning experience. I mean, dude, Neil got so much better at talking on camera. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it was that was great to see. I, yeah, that I'm trying to think what some of the favorite episodes were. Um, you don't really, remember? I, I don't really remember There's anything in particular. Them. There, there were seven or something, right? There were. Um, well, I know the. There was one, the the one. There was one that went like semi-viral, Kazir Khan. Yes, because of a spelling error, right? and it was spelled. Yeah, it was spelled in a way that was similar, but had one letter transposed. That most a lot of people apparently yeah. were typing, and it showed up as like number two yeah. result on that one. It was like five thousand views in forty-eight hours. Yes, it was. I mean, at the time being, it was freaking yeah. awesome to like. And there was another one that had to do with. Uh, there was a hearing, I think, and the there was a woman involved, someone in Congress or something like that that got a ton of views, not as many as Kazir Khan, but yeah, there was a there was like a total of maybe three videos yes. that got in the thousands like real quick. Yes, yeah. so th- those those experiences were cool. I think that it was at times at times, man. I was like, why the hell are we doing this? Like, yeah. Because we would we would clash every once in a while. It was then. a big production. What I, it was bigger than it should have been. But the fact that we actually got into a rhythm of recording like three or four episodes when we got together cut down on the the issues. But we we made it hundred days in a row. Put out a video every single day. Wow. Yeah. Even if we did record a bunch of them together, I mean, we still released one a yeah. day. So that's really good. It was it it that just seeing from the ground level what it's like to try and build a YouTube channel for, you know, putting that type of effort in and seeing what, because it was still in the time frame when YouTube channels were actually growing. You could get a yeah. random YouTube channel to grow pretty fast. I mean, I think to another channel that I yeah. had an interaction with. Yeah. Um, I'm really happy that we uh, moved on and did a, uh, started a podcast. 
Yes. Real happy. And you know what? Just listening back to the earlier podcasts of the Stream of Thought, I thought we were pretty good to start out. I mean, we I don't think we needed too much improvement as no. we went on. I think our rapport became a little bit better yeah. over time. But I don't know. I, I found I, I found myself just as entertained with like episode eleven as I was with episode one hundred eight. I thought about uh, going back and listening to them because I li- because I've listened to every episode that was recorded uh, until right before the episodes we did the Throwback Thursday for Straight Up. Yeah, I didn't listen to those because I listened to them to edit them exactly. For, so I didn't and- bother listening to them once they got published. And so once they got published, and then I think I haven't, I don't think I listened to a few of the episodes that we did in between from the summer because I just wasn't in the rhythm of yeah, listening, listening, to them. To, listening to them. But I'm going to go back and start listening, I think, to uh, start from episode one. Yeah, I might, I might just go back and, and be like, wow, okay, so there were things. Episode that, 23. Oh my God. Yeah. So that was, that was quite the journey. I mean, yeah. the technical difficulties and the audio issues that we had, sort of at the first beginning 14 episodes or so. Yeah. We finally got over that. Though. I don't know. It's got a mind of its own. <laughs> but speaking of technical difficulties, yep. the other day I was on my computer and uh, it sucks because like, so what am, what I'm going to do when I get to LA, I'm going I'm to have a map. Right, that I can put on my wall. Yeah, I think you mentioned that. And so my plan is, like, with a marker, um, point out just like different stuff on the mm-hmm. map. So like, where all the major studios are. Oh, and then what I'm going to do? It's not like I'm going to be auditioning these, like, working at these studios right out the gates. You know what I'm saying? But it's like where the studios are, just so I know where they are. But then also, what I'd like to do is like, at least once a month, like, do like a tour of the studio. Yeah. You know, as like a patron would be something really cool. Yep. And there's only like six major studios, I think. So like, point out where the studios are, and then um, like mark where like different casting offices are, like just so I can have a visual of things, right? But the problem is like, if you buy a map, it's very maps are very cluttered with nonsense. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's got. Everything on there that you need, but when someone's looking at a map, they usually just need to know where the roads are. Correct. Not everyone needs to know every detail of the bus route, yeah. of the subway system, of the tourist attractions. It's got a, a lot of clutter. There's got to be a map that Bro, just has roads. This is what Google needs to do. You, Google needs to make available, like email them or like orders for, for maps. Or have a Google map, a physical Google map that you can fold out. It's very simple to look at. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't have all the crap that's on there. It might have some of the restaurants or whatever, but, like, it's not cluttered with all the different, like, lines that you see for buses and whatnot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's adjustable, too. Yes. I mean, like, and you so, can customize it. And so, like, a fold-out map would be cool. And so what I did was I, I screenshotted a, uh, Google Maps of L.A. I, I screenshotted sections. Okay. Right? And so I printed out, like, 15, 16 pieces of paper and so i created like a oh google. my goodness and you you uh, tape them together or yeah something? i mean it's okay. just it's my prototype because um <laughs> my printer also needs ink so it looks kind of a little bit shitty in certain areas but for the most part it works and i, I have it like overlap a little bit and it looks okay. really nice and um but it was such a pain in the ass to do because for some reason my mouse whenever i'm on google maps no matter what i'm doing on google maps with my mouse, 
it it has a mind of its own. It all of a sudden will like zoom in and zoom out, and I'm not even doing anything. Really? So like I'm trying to look at something, yeah. and it zooms in a bunch, and then I like touch it once. And either zooms in or zooms out a whole ton, and it's just a pain in the ass. Well, circuits are probably getting a little, but fried. It's only it's only with Google Maps. My mouse. Oh, so it functions fine. Else, fine, totally fine doing everything else on the computer. Well, Google and Apple are kind of competitors. And so. Google Maps, when I open it and I just use the trackpad, yeah, works perfectly fine. My goodness. Well, technology, man. So I wanted to test out your mouse with the wire, okay? the USB plug, because, yeah, my wireless Apple mouse is not working too well with Google Maps. Yeah. But whatever. I'll deal with it. <laughs> so I don't really have anything else, really? man. Yeah. What? I'm just, I'm, I'm soaking in the moment. I, I didn't really want to fill this with too much, uh, too much mundane, mundane uh, crap, so to speak. Yeah, I get it. It's all right. I think we, I mean, we touched everything that I had put down in my, um, in my notes, in my phone. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell you're, because I'm, I've given a few moments where I'm like, okay, Rick's your turn to talk. And I can see on your face, like, I'm just, I just kind of feel like sitting here. I'm just breathing in the moment, man. I, that's... It's the last episode. That's crazy. Yeah. I really, I just can't, I don't know. I don't want to like ruin it with, uh, with talking. <laughs> with, That's how the episodes with, are with, made. With random shit. So. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll edit this out. We'll actually edit something. You want, I see what you're saying. You want to talk about, okay, I get it. No, no, no. I, I mean, it's fine. We can talk about whatever. Like, for example, this morning, just mm-hmm. trying to get everything together. Um, I was, I was telling you a little bit about this before, just with the the car issues. And then I don't know if you had overheard when I was talking with my mom. No, you were actually weren't here. So the, you know how they have the, um, that sticker that you put on the plate that gives the, when you're, when it expires, when it expires. Yeah. yeah. So it normally peels off and you just stick it on there. It's stuck. It wouldn't come off the wax paper. And so here I'm just like, crap, okay. Again, something I probably should have done the night before and procrastinated on to the point of um, being just like, fuck it. All right, I'm going to put the, for the front one, that was the only one that had been changed, the plate, front plate. And I'm just like, I'll put the old plate on and change it when I get back to Minnesota because I'll need like bolt cutters or something like that. Really? Well... I, I don't know. I mean, maybe trying to, like, push at the screw from the other side uh, because it's in the trunk. So I can lift the trunk up and try and use a screwdriver to, like, push it back so that it locks onto the thread and is able to go out. Because right now the screw is just spinning in place and I can't pull it out. So the license plate is, like, glued to the back. Yeah. That sucks. It's very frustrating. <laughs> And so I come like, in all like, yeah, I mean, this could have totally been preempted if yeah. I had taken care of it last night, but procrastinated. And so had to spend basically like 45 minutes with that. And then heading into the storms back to Minnesota, which I've mentioned this to you before, you got that line of cold air yeah. that basically um, halfway through Wisconsin just cut through. 
suddenly it goes from being 82 like, degrees I wonder to what like, it's like how 40. How wide do you think that is? In miles? Like the, from the point where it's super cold, where it's super warm, like that stream, how wide do you think that is? I mean, it's, it's pretty big. I mean, I don't know proportion to like stay wise, maybe like the width of Delaware or something. Oh, fuck. Yeah. It's huge. So it's like, just like... In my brain, I'm thinking like two miles wide. <laughs> no, no, it's it's quite a bit... I wonder what it's like space. for people that live up there, like in that stream. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I cannot imagine what it would be like because it, it, it shifts ever so slightly, you know, day by day. So one day it'll be 80. The next day it'll be 40. The next day it'll be 80 again. Wow. Yeah. So... It cuts through, basically slices through half of Wisconsin, and then down through Iowa. Okay. I would not want to live up there. That would be that would be an interesting uh, climatological experience. My goodness. Yeah. yeah, Minnesota had its first snow already, so the season is you're getting out. You're getting out just in time, man. Yeah. <laughs> really. I'm real happy. About I have that. a feeling it's going to be a pretty brutal winter. Not this for year. me. I know. Not for this guy. No, you'll be dealing with earthquakes and shit. Oh, man. I'm so excited. <laughs> earthquakes I learned um, going back. Hang on. <sighs> I hate to yawn real nice. quick. <laughs> I didn't know that um, because going back to the Elon Musk and Joe Rogan interview, again, there's talk about so much cool stuff. They're talking about like underground tunnels. Yeah. And everything. And he's saying how... Um, one thing to help traffic would be to just build underground tunnels and it would be oh, easier yeah. and more efficient than having like what you perceive to be like giant drone vehicles because drones make so much fucking noise. Yeah. So it'd be better to have underground tunnels and also he was saying how and Joe Rogan's talking about like earthquakes and he's like well the tunnels similar to like buildings would be designed to like move with the earth like how buildings are designed to move with the wind you yeah. know what I'm saying just ever so slightly yes and he was saying how Joe Rogan's like well what about earthquakes and I didn't realize this what Elon Musk is like no it's actually safer to be underground during an earthquake than above ground and he's like what and I'm thinking they're like what the fuck are you talking about he's like well think about it like oh like a giant storm in the ocean like it's so much more dangerous to be on a ship, like, in a giant storm than it would be to be underneath the actual wave. Yeah. Right? That's Interesting. That he's, like, trying to draw, like, the similarities. Like, yeah, it's safer to be underground. And he's like, and you can go, you can go a few miles. You can go deeper underground than you can go, like, above in the air. He's like, if you want to, you can make a hundred sub-levels underground. And uh, he's just like, yeah, it was really interesting. Like, oh, man, that'd be crazy to, like, What? That's so wild. I, I don't know if you remember if I talked to you about this article that I had read. Uh, it's a it's a city outside of Saudi Arabia uh, or around Saudi Arabia area. Okay, I can't remember what city, but there's like a major city, and then there was this area of just barren desert. Dubai. Yeah, something. Is it Dubai. It's it's by Dubai, I believe. Okay, but it's it's a ways off. It's pretty far out okay. from. The city. So it's in this just nothing else desolate around. Area. Desolate area. And they decided to um, use new architectural knowledge gained over the most recent years as to the best way to organize a, a civilization or a community. And they implemented it. So they basically started from scratch, bulldozed everything, made everything flat. Um, 
built subways for rail cars. No traffic is allowed above ground. Only rail cars that will take you to within like three blocks of anywhere that you want to go within this massive city that they that they were building. They also created all the buildings so that they would prevent uh, they would prevent the sun from hitting the sidewalk, which is what heats up a lot of the cities in mm-hmm. um, in the desert. And they have like canopies and things like that to yeah. prevent the, the sun from doing anything to these walkways. So while in Dubai. It's something like 110 degrees or something like that outside. There, it's like 75 degrees. Uh, Anywhere in the city that you walk, um, because everywhere there's no traffic allowed, just uh, just pedestrian traffic. And anywhere that you want to go in the city, just go down through the subways, take you exactly where you want to go. And, you know, they have found that it is um, extraordinarily cost efficient, but you it's only theoretical really because yeah. this is this was from scratch and you if you wanted to do that to a major city you can't do it from scratch it's not feasible You'd have to so adapt it somehow. so right now it's just theoretical which is um but it was just really cool to see how just the architectural design of the city the city in engineering mm-hmm. was designed to maximize the efficiency there was like a, a spring well nearby too so the water was self sustaining so yeah. Wow. It was fascinating. That sounds really cool. Yep. The city of the future or something like that. But, yeah, that... I'm definitely Oh, and they have solar panels on top. So they are powered by the sun because it's always sunny there. And so, don't worry. No no worry about energy. It's self-sustaining. Dude, that's amazing. That's so... I wonder how long it's going to take before this... uh, do you even think, I don't know, like, cause we're in the middle of a, we're in the middle of transitioning into another era. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, man, we've no one, not at any time in human history has technology advanced so quickly day after day. Yeah. Especially like the last 20 years. I mean, I'm, my concern with that for just mobility and things like that are drones I mean, we're coming to a point now where drones are being used commercially. Yeah. It's like, are we going to have just drones flying everywhere in the future? I mean, will there be, like, an airline controller for drones? I'm sure. Like, you are now permitted to take off. I'm, dude, I'm sure. Absolutely. I bet. The FDA. That'd be pretty crazy. Yeah, there's already an FDA. That'd be real crazy to see just drones flying around. Like, that'd be, like, a normal thing. Oh, Yeah. It'll be it'll be it'll be interesting to see if that actually happens though. I don't know. Oh, I'm sure. You think I'm so? Sure, it'll happen. Absolutely. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's going to be some law or something passed before it gets too crazy. Because there's no way that as soon as you start seeing on the news like drone collision crashes, like as soon as that starts becoming a headline news story, lawmakers are going to pass a law to do something to. I don't know. We'll see. Prevent the sale of drones or something like that. Only time will tell. Yeah. Only time will tell. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. We are living in a fascinating age, though. Because there's the, what, throughout history, there's the curve of the technological ad, um, advancement stage or whatever, where basically we are every, you know, every period of time you are producing technology twice as fast or making twice as many advancements. Oh, okay. And so 
that is exponential, and it goes up to where we're at the point right now where technology is moving at almost quantum speeds from even 20 years ago when, when it was still on the incline, yeah. where it wasn't anything, like, super crazy. But now we have the potential to do almost anything within our capabilities. Like, we have scientists basically dabbling in all the various fields that are out there. Dude, you gotta, you have to watch on uh, YouTube the uh, Joe Rogan, Elon Musk Oh, I'm sure it's fascinating. Yeah. And don't listen to it. Like, watch it on YouTube. I got a seven-hour drive ahead of me. I'm going to listen to it. No, dude, you got, dude, half the fun, like I said, is just watching Elon Musk's mannerisms. Okay. It's it's very, very interesting. (laughs) Listen to Pat McAfee on the way out. You ever listen to Rebirth? Did you listen to the, new, I the first episode? I did. I did. <laughs> that that was a phenomenal. I was gonna say he's so funny. I love. He's like, I'm walking in. I'm you know I'm feeling optimistic. I'm thinking he's gonna want to be friends. Like he might be asking me for some help. Sit down. Oh, that's it. Fuck this. <laughs> like, oh, it's gonna be that type of meeting. Yeah. Fuck this and fuck you. Yeah. And then I love when he's walking out. Yeah. He's like, hey, and fuck you too. I know you were a part of this. Well, well yeah, fuck you. It was a great episode. I'm, was I'm, it? I'm so. Did you listen to any others? No, that was the. Gary V is on, I think, one or two of them. I saw that. Yep. So and, uh, I'm going to make sure they're downloaded on my phone before yeah, I depart. Dude. But. It is funny, funny stuff, dude. Yeah. You got to listen to it. It's so entertaining. I'm so happy I found a podcast to listen to because. I wasn't I wasn't listening to podcasts for a while because unfortunately Chris Hardwick is on hiatus. It's been like four months since he returned to The Walking Dead. I heard or the I Talking saw that. Dead. Yeah, and then uh, NBC's giving him a show back. Yes, so I did hear. I read about that, but that doesn't help me with my podcasting fix that I need. No, it's that's <laughs> totally true. And and I wonder and how well, many episodes he's sitting on, just waiting to release because he owns his own thing now, right? It's not like he has to answer to anybody. Yeah, so. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that is interesting, because I think, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how many of them would want to be uh, heard with Chris Hardwick. I don't care, I would. No, I'm sure you would. Um, I'm sure most people would, because they, they did do an investigation into it, the NBC did, and determined that he was fine, and that what he had done did not constitute, like... It was hearsay. I read about it. It was yeah. essentially hearsay. Yeah. And he was ne- he was never named, but it was made it the innuendo. Yes. And so and it was absolute one hundred percent hearsay from what I've read. And then the person who wrote about it was actually at the end like, Oh, I take it back. I I believe. Or yeah. I take back some of it. Or something like, Oh, it's not as bad as it made it sound to be. I can't remember exactly. But when I read I read di- several different articles and yeah, it was like it wasn't named exactly. Innuendos made it sound like it was him, and then it was concluded, "Oh, okay." So, these are not substantiating. Yes, these are not so. substantiating. There's no evidence and whatnot. Unfortunate, but yeah, it's what the fuck. That's very interesting how that played out. Yeah, but it, it it is kind of funny though because we did base our show primarily. On we he, we mentioned him. Every like episode every for like episode. the first twenty episodes, yes. and then like sprinkled every other episode after that for a very long time. Correct. Yeah. So and we modeled it after the Nerdist. Just hit record, hang out, talk, say stuff without any real filter, and uh, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So 
here here my how things can change in the world so so quickly yeah just we just need to get a we need to get a cork board stream of thought cork board cork board exactly yeah as soon as we get the uh the long distance audio yeah as soon as we get the long distance audio and uh and some sort of three dimensional and some type of revenue that we can actually use a cork board to uh <laughs> Uh, not a real corporate, but like talk about stuff to advertise that we think are cool. Totally, because <laughs> everyone cares about our opinion. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't have anything else. I'm good. We can wrap it up, man. Forty-two minutes. Forty minutes about. Yeah. Anything else you want to add until the next time that we? It's been good working with you, man. Honestly, I'm, you have a much more. Um, What's the word? Sentimental? Yeah. Sentimental, and I feel like you have a much... Yeah, sentimental, and you're... I'm way more, like, not it is sentimental. It is. I understand. I think the thing for me is, like, I am so gung-ho about going to California. Like, I'm, like... All right, podcast, yeah, we'll pick it up when we can. Oh, all right. yeah. See everyone at Aldi. Miss ya. But, like, I'm not, like... Like, all the people I work with are really fun, but I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm really going to miss them. Like, I will, but it's like, yeah. I got blinders on. I am no, and going I totally in one under- direction. I totally understand You that. know? Yeah. But I also and- know that, like, we'll, we'll uh, do more episodes in person, so I know, like, this isn't the end. You yeah, know and I mean, in all reality, too, I, we didn't record anything for two months, so it's like, it, it was what it was. Right. But at the same time, it's also, yeah, so I know I can be without it. It's yes. not like yes. it's a, a crutch or anything like that, but it was nice. I mean, it was a nice chance to sort of decompress Yes. after a, a long day or a long week. Agreed, Vent sure. about whatever, venting Victor, ranting Ricks. Yeah, venting Victor, <laughs> ranting Ricks. Yeah, good time for sure. Looking forward to I the next podcast. Maybe this I, can be like season one. <laughs> then the ooh, next phase interesting. shall be season two. So I guess they it ha- it well, it'll be, be it'll be though. it'll be like the Game of Thrones hiatus. Yeah, where, Game of Thrones hiatus where it's so amazing. People are going to be wanting the, more. The build up. Just have to I mean, wait. we got 115 episodes of just pure joy. Yes. So countless hours. I'm sure no one's listened to them all. Like <laughs> neither of us have listened no. to them all. I've almost listened to them all. Almost though. I'd have to say maybe over 100. Um, the only thing that bugs me out is that it's not something that we can continuously deliver at the current moment. Yes. It's not like I had, we've got like 50 episodes in the hopper. You know what I'm saying? No, or I mean, it's like this Which is... defeats the purpose of podcasting. Like you want to have it relevant, exactly. somewhat relevant. Never want to release something more than like two weeks old, really. See? some knowledge that you acquired over all this. <laughs> it's like yeah there is there is some there is i think that's the primary joy of why people listen to podcasts is because it's yeah now yes it's accessible these yeah. people like express their emotions in yeah. the moment i agree well i guess that uh, concludes things for hmm. this uh episode 115 until further notice right until further notice until further notice <laughs>